0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Edward Davis, NFL sports agent and founder of Checkmate Sports. I recently found a, an old interview from a good buddy of mine, Selwyn Roberts. Um, a lot of good information in there. I just wanted to share with you all. So uh, let's go ahead and check it out. So the big question is this. How are sports agents like you and I, who didn't cheat and take money from big-time investors, who are spending money from our own pockets, How do we compete in a way that lets us get our message, services, and the things that we believe out to the world and yet still remain profitable? That is the question. And this podcast is going to give you the answer. My name is Edward Davis and welcome to Sports Agent Secrets. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm here with a good, good buddy of mine from the the sports industry, Mr. Selwyn Roberts. Uh, we met not too long ago through Mr. Jerry Maguire himself, Lee Steinberg, and um, really good guy that I met in the industry. You know, we we linked up, uh, had a lot of nice synergy. So I, I, I thought it was. Um, important for me to bring them on the show just to highlight other um, agents in the business who are doing big things. So, um, welcome to the show, Selwyn. And um, I guess my, my first question to you is what made you want to become an agent and get into this industry?
1: Oh, man. So, it's kind of interesting because you did mention Jerry Maguire. So, that's the guy that really helped me out to get in the agency, into the um, sports business. Um, but I would say that it started as a, you know, a gradual thing. It wasn't something that I sought out to do, uh, leaving leave high school, wherever the case may be. But a little bit about me, I'm originally from South America. Um, I was raised in uh, New Jersey. I came to America. I was about seven or eight years old. Um, and I was pretty much raised in New Jersey outside of the York uh, New Jersey area. Um, so I graduated and I joined the military. So I was in the military for 20 years. Okay. So did uh, four combat deployments, retired out of the military from there. Um, but while I was there um, and deploying and, you know, going overseas and stuff like that, what I would do is save up my money and I would go back to my hometown in New Jersey and I would host combines for high school kids. I played football in high school back okay. in the day. Um, and back then, when we was growing up, there wasn't no, you know, exposure, none of that stuff going on. There wasn't no right. YouTube, Internet, none of that none, stuff. None of that. You know? So you just relied on, you know, what your coach said, Hey, you know, I help you get recruited if they even said that at all. Right. Um, so I was saving my money and then go back and try to, you know, help high school kids, um, get exposure and get scholarships to go to college. You know, I was very passionate about that. And so, um, my first, uh, <laughs> combine was a flop. I spent about $8,000. Wow. Um, yeah. So I went back and got um, rented out uh, one of the high school stadiums, got with the city, got with the, the department of education, ran through all these loopholes to get it. And we had maybe 30 kids at the most, you know, so it wasn't turnout that I expected. Um, but it was cool, though. So, you know, learned a lot. And every year I will continue to do it, save my money, go back and try to help the kids out. Um, So that evolved to, hey, let me just start you know how else how else can I help them uh, gain exposure? so sure. I learned how to build websites and do graphic design all type of stuff, and I would literally build a marketing plan for them uh, in high school nice um and they had their own websites and all crazy stuff, and I would talk to scouts on their behalf when I had free time going back and forth in the military um so that's really how my
0: love for sports started um not not, and to, then inter- it, not to interrupt you but oh, I just want, I just wanted to to see your perspective, when you took the loss for the $8,000, what was it that kept you going? Because a lot of times people would take a a loss for less. I know people who lost $100 and (laughs) and they shut down. What was it in you that said, okay, I lost $8,000, but you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing this.
1: So at the event, there was this guy named Kyle Moore he okay. was with the Buffalo Bills at the time. and He okay. was our guest speaker. And so I met him through another guy. He came to talk to the kids. Um, big guy. He couldn't even fit in my car. He was so big. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, and so when the event was going on, I sat back with my grandma. And we was just looking at, you know, at the event and stuff like that. And I wasn't feeling down. I don't know if she picked it up or not. But her words actually encouraged me. She said, "Hey, you know, this is probably not the turnout you wanted, but you keep going, right. keep going. This is how it starts. Keep going. Don't ever give up." And she just said it out of the blue, you know. And so I, I took those words and said, "Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Don't that's even right. worry about it."
0: That's what's. You up. know. So that's grandma, that's grandma, 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 grandma with those up. little seats. There it is. There it oh, is. Yeah. Okay. So so what were you saying now? And um. Before I had cut you off, you were talking about just- Oh, no,
1: it's all good. So so after that, you know, I kept doing it, um, continue helping kids. And that morphed into me uh, uh, speaking at a high school, just talking about how to prepare uh, academically on that side, you know, in, uh, to, to uh, position yourself to get scholarships. So I kind of, you know, went full circle, did the on the field stuff, started getting into to academics, Um uh, type of courses they needed to take to, you know, be eligible in NCAA, depending on the division and, and university and things of that nature. Um, and then I started taking clients from NCSA, you know, so it started to grow. Um, and then I got to the point where we was doing about $1.2 million a year in scholarships for kids. Wow. Um, and then after a while, one of the clients, uh, Aaron Jones, okay. uh, he was one of our clients, um I started working on his stuff. And then me me and his dad, we started our marketing company together. So his kids were the model out in El Paso, Texas. Okay. That was kind of like a dead zone. So I said, okay, we're going to do this thing. So they were kind of like the model. Um, And we got them uh, full scholarships to go to University of UTEP. And then he went on, you know, and went to the NFL. And Aaron is doing, you know, phenomenal right now. Um, Killing killing my fantasy team. <laughs>
0: ah, you should have picked them up. You should have picked them. <laughs> the crazy thing is I picked them last year and I s and I and I traded them. And I mean, I I've been regretting it ever since.
1: Mm, yeah. Mm, 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 mm Led yep, the league in yep. touchdown and then you traded them. Oh yep. man. Yeah. So so me and his dad, Alvin Jones Sr., uh started a company named IEXalt Athlete Marketing. And uh we've been doing that since
0: 2011.
1: Okay. Um and so one day we were doing a camp for Aaron. I think it was his sophomore year um, in NFL. And we rented out the, the Sun Bowl out in Utah, Had about 3,000 kids out there. Two-day okay. event. Huge. And so um, uh, Chris and Lee, Mr. General McGuire himself, they came down and they just loved what we were doing. And then uh, Chris asked me to do another camp for Paxton Lynch. I think that was his sophomore year when he was at Denver. So I ran his camp and then I actually do some more camps. So I just started doing more and more in the industry. Um, and then, you know, after a while, you start to see how the landscape, you know, works. Um, you could be on the marketing side, you could be on the PR side, you can be a scout, you can do so much things in, you know, in the sports in this industry. But I looked at the person that had the most involvement with the athlete, which was the agent. So I was like, okay, you know, I need to be that guy. I'm going to be an agent, gotcha. you know, so um Talk to Chris about it, talk to Lee about it. And they said, you know, yes, a great profession. And it was like, you know, I would love to have you, you know, on the board if you do something like that. And I was okay, I'll take the test. I test it out. You know, and so they kind of guided me along the
0: way. Um, and here I am. Okay. Here I am. And so I like how you brought up there's different areas in in the sports representation. You know, you have the marketing side, could you really talk about the what is the difference between a marketing agent and a contract agent? So it
1: depends on what industry you're in. (laughs) Well,
0: let's let's just talk about, you know, of course industries.
1: Oh, so, so, so if you say, uh, let's take it from an NFL perspective, then Mm -hmm. if you say a marketing agent, then that marketing agent doesn't have to be a contract advisor. I mean, they don't have, they don't have to, you know, mess with your contracts. They'll just be focusing on getting you off the field deals um, endorsements, appearances, uh, sponsorships, things like that. And they'll just solely focus on that, that aspect of it. Um, but of course, you know, as an agent, uh, agencies are trying to be more full service to where they can keep, you know, majority of that money in-house and provide a holistic, um, uh, service approach to their clients to where they can keep all of that and control it. Because the issue is, it's all right for a player to have a marketing agent and an agent, and they be two separate people and two separate companies. But the problem with that is, is that they're not necessarily on the same page as it relates to how we're going to manage this client's career. Correct. And that's when you really get into trouble, is that when you have a marketing agent who's only focusing on making money and promoting the client, which that's his job. But they necessarily may not be on the same timetable or what the agency, as far as his career manager um uh, they may not not be on the same page, and so that causes a lot of friction um and a lot of um, uh, discord you know with the player and so at Steinberg, there is a you know there is a mythology and a, a, a methodological approach to how. Uh, players should you know, grow into their, into their stardom as opposed to just going out there and doing stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? You have to be, you know, you do it at a gradual pace. Um, of course, you want the marketing to be a little ahead of the player's uh, performance, but not too far ahead, you know, because that can create a lot of problems for the player, create unnecessary pressure for the player, may foster some type of animosity in the locker room that may affect the player's performance, Cause you out here doing all this kind of stuff but your playing skills is way down here it's like i need you to focus on the x and o's you know right so we try to make sure that's balanced and the marketing is a little ahead of that and let the performance push it push the marketing you know as we go forward but if you have two separate people doing that it it, it becomes
0: very difficult okay what well, so just to, since you brought up the, the since we're on the marketing part uh what is some i guess people, advice for people who want to enter the industry, but let's say they don't have a degree and let's say they just want to do marketing. Cause I've been running into a lot of guys that are trainers or former coaches who just want to do the marketing side. What is like uh, some advice that you have for them? You know, just getting, going into business. Oh man,
1: that's easy. What I tell everybody is that if you want to get into marketing or even the sports industry, start it, start doing it on your own level. Think entrepreneurial about it. Don't think, Hey, I need to go work for somebody um, start doing marketing on your level at your capacity, where you are and start building. And then before you know it, someone will come to you and say, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? You know, as opposed to creating a resume and trying to compete with everybody else who's been in the industry for years and competing with people who know people
0: that you don't know, uh, do it on your level. Think entrepreneurial. Okay. And, uh, how important to you is you know you're talking about the relationships in the business how important is that to have those relationships um because what I can say we we basically entered the profession at the same time and but we went about it basically in two different different ways i i i, I like the way you went about it cuz you i I feel like you went about it uh, a a more um you know strategic way you know you 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 learn from the from the from the legends and now you're you're going about it, you know, your way. I really went in it just balls to the walls, you know, I'm just going, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was just going, I'm bumping my head. Okay, can't do that. Okay, keep going. You know, we just keep going. Um, and I and I think both of them, you know, it works for different people. But I I I, I, mm-hmm. I like, um, and I think your way is the more practical way, and I think it's the it's the best way, um, for for majority of the people because a lot of things that I did. Uh, it's, 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 you gotta have a high risk tolerance, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but for, uh, with the, the way you went about it, I think you went about it, uh, the correct way. So can you explain on like your, your philosophy to enter the business and, you know, how, you know, what made you do what you do? Um, it was kind of unique.
1: Um, and, I got a lot of help. So it wasn't just me doing, you know, all that stuff and I just me, me, me. No, I got a lot of help um, and people say, you know, giving me opportunities. But I would say that before I get into anything, this is just how I am. The first thing I gotta do is I have to educate myself on it. And I just don't go into something unless I read up on it and understand it before I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sat on being an agent for like a year. Cause I wanted to see what it was about. You know, you watch Chris and you watch Lee and you watch, you know, other people. And you, you start, you know, interacting with the clients and just really seeing what the industry is about, you know, before you get into it. And then, you know, going to the Asian Academy, just listening to, to Lee and Chris, just talk about these fundamental things, you know, you just kind of pick up on, on the industry. And it's like, okay, you know, now I can kind of simulate in my mind what it looks like before I even start putting money against it. You know what I'm saying? So that was my number one thing. I needed to be in there just to experience it, just to see it work hard. Um, and just to understand it before I say, Hey, this is what I want to be. Um, and it wasn't a rush for me. Um, you know, so I wasn't looking to say, looking to, Hey, I need to make money right now. You know, it wasn't a rush. Cause and you I had, a lot lady, of you had
0: another job that you, that paid the bills. Correct. I was retired. Yeah. I got a retirement check for the military. Oh, Yeah. So okay. I
1: wasn't I'm not, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not working anywhere. Um, didn't need the money. Um, so I had that, uh, you know, it wasn't a rush, you know, there gotcha. wasn't a high alert or emergency to get into it and, and start doing it. So I, I was fortunate enough to really have that, um, opportunity to just sit there and just watch and wait and learn. Um, and so I would say for people who do have a day job, keep it, but still watch, wait, and learn, understand it, and then pick what part of the industry you want to go into, as opposed to just dropping everything and, and
0: running in uh, to the industry. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, hey man, I know I know you're busy. Um, you got a lot going on with the recruiting. You know, this is it, it's it's getting crunch time. Dang. Um, but I, I, know, think, you know. Yeah, we, <laughs> I know you know, I know, I know so I'm, I'm not going to hold you up too long, but I just wanted to know, this is, uh, I guess my favorite part of, of, of the video series that we got going on is if you was to lose it all today, you know, knock a wood, you know, hypothetically, let's just say, you know, you was in a situation where you don't have the connections, you don't have the resources, but you just said, you know what, today I want to be an agent. We wake up tomorrow and say, I want to be an agent. You have 30, the next 30 to 60 days. What are you going to do to get the ball rolling?
1: Hmm. Interesting. So that's kind of not fair. Cause based on what I know now, (laughs) based on what I know now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Based on you, you are, yeah, you have the, you have the knowledge. You just don't have the connections.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Ooh. Be honest with you. My approach will actually would be a little bit different. Um, I would pick myself up and drop myself into February 1, 2021, okay. when players have the opportunity to profit off of their likeness. That is a gold mine.
0: Mm-hmm. And that is a
1: big window to where I can focus more on, uh, of course you still got to build your network, but you can come to a player in a different approach and he may not be, or she may not be the top premier player, but you can get a second or third, you know, decent player to really start on the marketing side. Hey, you know, here's my pitch. Here it is. You know, I want to, you know, start getting used to marketing deals, blah blah blah, and start building my um, my uh, network with players just on the marketing side, and Got start you. cultivating that. Freshmen's coming in, uh, seniors leaving high school, going to uh, into college. Really start cultivating the marketing side and building relationships with mom and dad and 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 the athlete. That's where I would start, and then building a bridge between those kids and Corporate America, the Subways, whoever's in that area—Subway, Nike, Adidas, whatever the case may be—that's where I was with start and then branching out from there. Wow,
0: that's interesting. So huh? you basically say you will you will come in as a marketing agent, and then once you build up dead resume relationships, then you'll go ahead and become a contract agent. Yes, sir. That's, that's where sounds, I start. Sounds like a winner, man. Yeah. Hey, um, anyway, I appreciate you taking the call. Um, definitely, I, I definitely see big things coming for you in the future. Can't wait to see um, your, oh, your craft plan this year. Um, I, I, I got high <laughs> expectations. <laughs> oh, you got high expectations? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, the, from the calls we had, I feel like you're gonna shock the world whenever you announce it. So, uh, I hope oh, so. I hope man. so. I hope so. Hey, man, but, well. but now
1: for you, man, for you too, continue doing what you're doing, brother. Um, you know, it's a, like you said. You're taking the entrepreneur route to build, you know, your company from the ground up. So that's, man, I salute you for that, bro. Because that that takes courage. That takes a lot of sacrifice. And I know, you know, you got you got your girl with you. Got all that stuff going on, man. And and a lot of times you're away from her, and right. she's sacrificing. It pays off, bro.
0: Yeah, most de- I I definitely. I, I had that conversation with her a lot, but uh, she's she's a trooper. Oh, yeah. And uh, couldn't get it done without her, so. I, I appreciate her. I appreciate her as well. But uh, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. Like, like I said, thanks again for taking the call. And uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you, man. All right. All right. See you on draft day. <laughs> <laughs> see bowl. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, now. All right, bro. All right. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode right there. Uh, Selwyn's a good brother. Dropped a lot of gems on us. And uh, I think he gave a a lot of actionable tips that you can uh, take um, right now to get started in your career. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, If you did, please uh, like, um, comment, share and uh, hit the notification so that every time I drop a podcast, um, you can you'll be notified first. Also please uh follow me on Instagram call my agent underscore again call my agent underscore leave me a comment let me know how you you know what do you want next on the uh, on the um on the podcast and uh just you know just get in touch so I look forward to uh speaking to you guys in the next episode take care